Welcome back, everybody, to the Fantasy Hockey Hacks podcast. I'm Devin Davidson. I'll be your host for this evening. Bruce Gunther will hopefully be joining us here shortly. Uh, John Enns is not available tonight, and neither is Tyler Homan. So that makes for an interesting situation. You get me and just me for tonight, um, or potentially Bruce later. But like I said, uh, we're going to start with myself here. So this is episode 164 NHL Fantasy Preview for Week 17, Part 2, as this is uh, an extended week with the NHL All-Star break. And with no further ado, I'm just going to kick it off here with John's list. So if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you've undoubtedly been familiar with John's list, John's shit list of players past and present. We've thrown on the occasional commissioner, GM, coach, or newsworthy topic from around the hockey world. And this week is Ethan Grishin for choking out a goaltender. And so for those of you that maybe missed this, uh, it was Junior B, I believe, hockey. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, just an ugly, ugly scene, choked out a goaltender. Uh, stuff like that should not be happening in 2024, but here we are. So, Ethan Grishin, you make the list this week for utter stupidity. Moving on to our fantasy lock of the week, we've got William Eklund, left wing eligible for the San Jose Sharks, 4% rostered in Yahoo and 46% rostered in Fantrax. San Jose had three games last week, and William made the most of it with five points in five games, all assists, only one shot on goal over that span. He averaged 18.41 time on ice and 2.30 power play time on ice. He's only on a 57-point pace this season with not a great team in the Sharks, but nonetheless makes our fantasy lock of the week this week. Honorable mention goes to Troy Terry, four points in two games, three goals, one assist. We should also mention Connor McDavid had four points in one game. And I think we should give some love to our our captain, Connor McDavid, as well for winning the skills competition at the NHL All-Star Game. Uh, he looked utterly dominant in the skills competition. For those of you that care, I thought it was impressive all around, especially uh, the uh, the accuracy shooting was great from him. And as we would expect, he's one of the fastest skaters alive. So no surprise there that he finishes on top with that one. Let's move on to edge work, NHL schedule for week 17, part two. This is obviously the segment where we put in the work to give you the edge in your fantasy hockey leagues. Each week, we're going to cover the NHL schedule and waiver wire targets to try and guide you to victory. So here's what you need to know. In Week 17, Part 2, this is the second half of Week 17, as I mentioned. Uh, only one full day this week on Saturday. The rest are considered light days. <coughs> Excuse me, 50% or fewer NHL teams in action. Uh, this week, with a total of 38 games on the schedule, the remaining light days of the week have eight games or less. In terms of attempting to optimize the schedule for games played, three teams play four games next week. All three of the teams play their three three of their games on light days, and Florida and St. Louis play three of their four games on light days. Also of note, the New York Rangers play all three of their games on light days. Um, the teams to fade this week are Anaheim, Columbus, Detroit, LA, Nashville, Ottawa, and Seattle, as they only play one game this week. And just a quick recap here, Monday, two games, Tuesday, eight games, Wednesday, three, Thursday, seven, Friday, three, Saturday, 13, and Sunday, two. And that is what you need to know. If you want to check which teams are playing four, three, two, and one games, one game, pardon me, uh, we're going to have that available on the website at heavyhockey.com. So go over there and check it out, as well as all of our waiver wire targets will be there as well. Um which seems like a good place to jump off here. So NHL waiver targets for Week 17, Part 2. 
Our waiver wire targets, as always, are going to be focused on players that are rostered in approximately 50% or less of Yahoo or, franchi- or Fantrax leagues. So when considering players to target, we review recent performance, player deployment, upcoming schedule, and more. And starting off our forwards here, we've got Logan O'Connor, right wing eligible for the Colorado Avalanche. He's rostered in 14% of Yahoo leagues, 28% in Fantrax. Four games on the schedule for the Abs this week against the Rangers, the Devils, the Hurricanes, and the Panthers. He is lining up on line two with Miles Wood and Ross Colton. <clears throat> uh, we spoke about Logan Connor recently, but with a four-game week coming up here, I think it men- it, uh, it bears worth mentioning again. 13 points and eight goals in 12 games played during January. Nothing to sneeze at there. Um, virtually no power play time, so that's maybe a bit of a drawback here. But um, what he lacks in power play points, he makes up for in other categories, plus nine, eight PIMs, nine hits, eight blocks. Uh, he did shoot 32% in January, though, and had a 77% IPP, so expect a slowdown in his production. But again, ride that streak while you can. Uh, next up here is Pius Suter, center eligible for the Vancouver Canucks. He's rostered in 4% of Yahoo League, 17% in fan tracks. Uh, four games on the schedule for the Canucks this week, as we mentioned, or as I mentioned previously, uh, at Carolina, at Boston, at Detroit, and at Washington. He's on that second line right now with JT Miller and Brock Besser, and he's actually seeing time on power play one, which is really interesting. Uh, again, another player that we spoke about recently, but definitely worth mentioning given his level of offensive production lately, six points, four goals in three games played, uh, 10 points in 13 games during the month of January. And what makes him particularly interesting is the fact that during his last four games, he's played 81% power play share in three of those contests, uh, 67% power play share in the other while producing three power play points and one power play goal. So love the line mates, love the deployment and the schedule for the upcoming week. And to top it all off, he is readily available everywhere. Go give him a look. Uh, Nicholas Waugh, center right wing eligible for, Ve- or for Vegas. 9% rostered in Yahoo, 23% in Fantrax. Uh, two games this week only, Edmonton and Arizona. Obviously, when we make these recommendations, we, we love to to provide players that are playing three and four games, but it doesn't always work out. So um, here we are. Line two with Ivan Barbashev and Jonathan Marcheseau, as well as some time on power play two. Um, Wah and linemate Ivan Barbashev have actually really picked up their production of late. Uh, Wah, for his part, has produced 11 points and two goals in his last seven games played. And he's now on pace for a 52 points over a full season. Top six minutes and a role in the second power play unit should help solidify him as a valuable streaming option, at least while his current deployment lasts. And I just got notice here from Tyler that he is also not joining tonight because he is on his way home from hockey. Well, Tyler, if you're listening to this later, I'm trying to get this podcast wrapped up so that I can make my way over to hockey for a 930 start here in Saskatoon. So uh, we'll see you next week, man. All right, Michael Bunting, uh, left-wing eligible for the Carolina Hurricanes, 28% rostered in Yahoo, 45% rostered in Fantrax. Three games on the schedule this week, Vancouver, Colorado, and the New Jersey Devils. He is on the top line right now with Sebastian Ajo and Tevu Teravainen, as well as on power play one. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, five points and one goal in his last eight games. Not mind-blowing production from Michael Bunting, but a role in the top line with Sebastian Ajo and Tevu Teravainen, as mentioned. Uh, as well as that top power play unit production. It has to be taken into consideration as fantasy managers are evaluating their options for the second half of week 17 here. 14 of Bunting's power or points, uh, 31 points, pardon me, 
this season have come on the power play. So if your fantasy team is in need of some power play production specifically, uh, Bunting appears to be a solid option on pace for 50, 54 points over a full 82-game season. Uh, last official forward here is Dylan Cousins, center right wing eligible for the Buffalo Sabres. 49% rostered in Yahoo, 75% rostered in Fantrax. Again, just two games on the schedule versus Dallas and St. Louis, both games at home. Line two with Zach Benson and JJ Paterka and a role on the second power play unit. Uh, the hacks here, we had high expectations for Dylan Cousins coming into the 2023-2024 season with 29 points and 10 goals. He's maybe fallen a bit short of our projections, um, but he certainly has picked up his production of late with nine points and four goals over his last seven games played. Just two games on the schedule, like I mentioned, uh, does make him a little bit more difficult to roster, but the Sabres do have seven games over the next two weeks, so a three to four game um, coming up here, so uh, maybe worth picking up a little longer term. And like I said, dual eligibility is always nice. And one other guy I wanted to mention was Sean Monahan, who most of you probably already know was traded to the Winnipeg Jets. Um, he was having a really solid season in Montreal. Seemed to be turning his career around, which is really nice to see after all of his previous success in Calgary. Um, he's 25% rostered in Yahoo, 57% rostered in Fantrax, 11 points and two goals in his last seven games played. And surprising, actually, left-wing Locke put out a tweet earlier today. He was given a shot on the second-line center spot between Cole Perfetti and Nikolai Ehlers and a role on the top power play. So we'll see how long that deployment lasts. But, I mean, if that's the case and he's putting up the kind of points that he is, I, I, I can't see how you can pass on a player like this, uh, especially when he's available in 75% of leagues. So uh, give him a look for sure. And we'll see how he gets acclimated to that situation in Winnipeg. But um, playing with that level of talent and, and getting those types of minutes, I'm fairly confident in saying he's going to continue as long as he stays healthy with uh, what we've seen from him so far this season. Moving on to defensemen here, we've got Rasmus Sandin out of Washington, rostered in 11% of Yahoo leagues, 48% in fan tracks. Four games on the schedule for them, Montreal, Florida, Boston, Vancouver. And he's on that second pairing with Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Uh, with a role on the second power play unit. <coughs> Following his stint on IR, uh, Sandine is back in action, and his time on ice has actually uh, improved with each passing game, topping out at 23.07 time on ice against the Dallas Stars on January 27th. He's got just one goal through three games, but the offense is still coming. It's, it's going to be there. Um, prior to him being injured, he did have five points in five games played. For Bangers League, Sandin has thrown seven hits over his last six games, and he actually averages 1.53 hits per game over the course of his career. Like I said, the cherry on top here is that he does have four games, and uh, it is against some stiffer competition. Um, obviously, Florida, Boston, and Vancouver are, are tough tests this year, but uh, if you're looking for some help on D, someone who can throw a few hits and potentially add some power play points as well, that is a guy to keep an eye out for. Uh, next up, this one's actually a little bit of a surprise for myself. Josh Manson out of the Colorado Avalanche. As I mentioned with uh, Logan O'Connor, four games for the Avs this coming week. 33% rostered in Yahoo for him, 39% in Fantrax. He's playing on the second pairing with Samuel Girard. And um, he's been really productive, actually, of late. Uh, 10 points, four goals in his last 14 games played. Over that stretch, the Avs D-man has also been a plus three, 16 penalty minutes, 19 blocks, and 46 hits. That's uh, 3.28 hits per game for those of you that are good at math. 
Obviously, no power play time to speak of for Josh Manson, but the category coverage and current production mitigate or completely eliminate that concern. Uh, great short-term streaming option, in my opinion, particularly in bash formats. Give him a look for this coming week and potentially longer. Uh, another player we've talked about a couple times throughout the season here, but it's Hampus Lindholm, 55% rostered in Yahoo, 58% in Fantrax. Three games on the schedule this week, all home contests against Calgary, Vancouver, and Washington. He's on that second pairing with Brandon Carlo and on power play two. His decline in overall offensive production this season can at least partially be explained by his drop in shot rate at 3.2 shots on goal per 60 versus 5.1 shots on goal per 60 last year and his individual shooting percentage at 1.6% this year versus 6.3% last year. Um, But still, it's surprising that he's available in 45% of Yahoo leagues. He's still playing just shy of 24 minutes per game, still averaging almost one and a half blocks per game, uh, has a very respectable eight points over his last 12 games played, and uh, three games for this week, two two against weaker opponents. So give him a look, especially if you're in maybe a deeper format. All right, and then to finish things up here, we've got our goaltenders. And for this week, there's a few of them I wanted to mention, starting off with Anthony Stellars out of Florida. 11% rostered in Yahoo, 16% rostered in Fantrax, three games on the schedule, Philly, Washington, Colorado. He is 5-2-1 with a 1.93 goals against, a 9.16 save percentage in his last nine appearances. Solid streaming option whenever he gets the call. And it is worth noting that he started three of the Panthers' last five games. Obviously, Bobrovsky was just the all-star game. Um, you know, that's it's going to be tough for Stellars to get a ton of starts, but keep an eye on him because when he plays, he's usually pretty good. Speaking of good, Ilya Samsonov has been much better of late. 66% rostered in Yahoo, 76% in Fantrax. Um, obviously not widely available but a player that i wanted to mention given his production here lately three games on the schedule the islanders the stars and the senators he is 3-0-0 with a 0.98 goals against average and a 960 save percentage and one shutout in his last three starts he appears to have found his game which is great for the maple leafs and their fans by all accounts that demotion of the hl was a much needed wake-up call uh not going to be available for too much longer if you're interested Ilya samsonov and then we got a couple more here um, that I want to take a quick look at. And these guys are more readily available if you're in a deeper setup. So David Riddick, big save Dave, as he's been known uh, for the LA Kings, 24% in Yahoo, 27% in Fantrax. He is 3-1-3 with a 2.35 goals against, a 9.20 save percentage in his nine appearances during the month of January. Obviously, we all know Cam Talbot's been struggling. Uh, Todd McClellan just got fired. PLD is doing his best impression uh, I just have, have a terrible hockey player. So, you know, if you're looking for a change in goal, if, if you're a Cam Talbot owner, uh, Riddick could be a, a nice short-term solution. His numbers are pretty good right now. Give him a look. And then the last guy I had here to talk about was Charlie Lindgren out of Washington, 38% in Yahoo, 44% in Fantrax. Before allowing 11 goals in his two most recent starts against Dallas and Colorado, Lindgren had given up just three goals or less in 10 straight appearances dating back to December 9th. He's been a really, really solid option for them. Um, over that stretch, he posted a 4-3-2 record with a 1.94 goals against average and a 9.29 save percentage. With four games in the upcoming schedule, Lindgren needs to be on 
fantasy managers radars so give them a look and there you have it folks that is our wave of our targets and notes on the schedule for the upcoming week here um i kind of blew past that 16 minutes that's a quick episode but you know what that's going to be a really nice short soundbite for you tomorrow morning um to get you set up for the week and that's going to do it uh if you want to find us on social media we're on Twitter or X at FH Hacks. We're on Instagram at Fantasy Hockey Hacks. Like I said, go check out all of our content over at Heavy Hockey. Uh, we'll have the uh, the blog post or the notes available there for you to review. Um, I'm going to get uh, our fundraising page up for the Heavy Hockey Showdown, which is taking place at the end of February. Uh, if you're interested in donating to that cause, it's a very worthwhile cause. Um, Tyler and myself will be playing in the Heavy Hockey Showdown. Bruce and John are going to be available. We're going to be there for the weekend. So uh, if you're going to be in the area, if you're going to be at the game, drop by, say hello. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, And that's going to do it. Also, be sure to check out our live show, Hacks Hangout, every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Mountain Time on edmontonsportstalk.com and on youtube.com slash heavyhockey. I'm Devin Davidson. Take care, folks. See you soon.